0: to perfect all right good morning and welcome you've got Dustin Atwood here in studio so you know I talk about things all the time that are current events things that are going on and we're going to bridge on some of that today however I actually have a request for a show and um, I have a lot of folks come in and say hey you know you need to talk about this or I get this particular topic or question asked many many times and so a lot of that spurs the show but this one particular was something that was urged of how do i find an automotive repair shop so maybe you're moving to a new part of the country maybe you are just a new driver and you know you're not sure where to get your car fixed maybe you're traveling you've got a student or a family member that's far away how do you find a good shop You know, I talk about this all the time, and I'm going to bridge on it just a little bit. I I promise I won't sound like a broken record. Um, You know, people call around, you know, getting prices from time to time, how much to do this, how much to do that. And I totally understand why people do that. You know, when I have something going on that we need to hire somebody out for, um, you know, I'd like to know how much it is. But the reality that I've learned as I've continued to do this over the years is if I hire the wrong person, it is always much more expensive. And unfortunately, I've done that from time to time. I'm, I'm in the midst of an issue now where we are having a piece of equipment that I need some parts for and I need to get it repaired. And it's not that I hired the wrong person. Whoever you know, we're having do that service is fantastic and we've had a long-term relationship with them. But what I'm running into is the manufacturer that makes the piece of equipment is the wrong manufacturer. And as we have continued to grow and expand and update our equipment, and that's an important thing as well. When you're looking for a repair facility, having current and updated equipment is very important. I'll get into that later, uh, but I want to make sure and make this point. So I've been doing this professionally and been a part of A1 Custom Car Care for well over 15, 16, 17ish years. Time flies sometimes and it all blends together. We have noticed that this particular brand or piece of equipment we've we've you know, it's served us well, but as we have needed service for it after the sale and I've needed to keep it going and keep it up to date, keep everything running as it should be. The customer service side of this company, which is based out of California, has been very challenging to deal with. And anytime I've needed anything, I, you know, it's just almost this war, like they don't want to help. And I'm in a situation now where we have phased a lot of their equipment out because of this, And I have a few pieces left that we're continue trying to keep up with until we update and replace. But surely because of what they do and how they are, we are shifting away from that brand and that company because of that. So as we talk about why you choose a company to deal with, I'm in the same boat. We're all in the same boat. Yes, I am a, a master certified technician. We have many master certified technicians throughout our company. But I still have to hire people to do different things for us as well, whether I'm calling a plumber, electrician, et cetera. So we're in the service industry and we're all dealing with different consumers. I've hired good plumbers and I've hired bad plumbers. I've hired great electricians and not so great electricians. It really comes down to finding that person, building some rapport and relationship with them, but the the topic or the story that we're going to go over today is how do you do that? So sometimes it's sheer by trial and error, unfortunately. Um, it, it really, you have to learn from those and continue to watch for some red flags you know, if you hire on with a company and they show up not professional, they don't show up on time, etc., cetera, they have a million excuses. They don't call you back, blah, 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 blah. I mean, we've all been there. I don't want to beat a dead horse, but it's a breath of fresh air when you find somebody that is their chosen profession. This is what they do. This is who they are. They're industry people. I've used that term quite often. And I take a ton of pride being a part of a company and a corporation um, that that is their main focus. You know, I talk about Macy and Jason and Raj and David and, and Mallory at our Fort Street store. Those are all industry people. Those are people that have either been in the industry prior to us and saw what it is we do and were attracted and came and sought that out. Or they decided, hey, we want to learn this and invest in ourselves and uh, find a company that that is also important to them. That's honestly why I'm here talking with you folks right now and why I show up at our stores every you know Monday through Saturday, 8 to 5, is because they were looking for that when I got out of trade school. You know, I, always, I wasn't always a master certified technician. At one point in time, I had to sit down and interview and say, yeah, I've got a two-year trade school. Um, I've got some experience. This is the industry that I want to be in. And I interviewed with many other shops and was offered positions at every shop that I interviewed. But the difference and the reason that I chose to, to accept Lois and David at that time's offer was because that's what they were looking for. They were looking to invest in their staff, their team, grow and continue being viable in an industry that changes so rapidly that we have to continue and and, and build our skill set every single day that we come into the shop. You know, uh, I was thinking about this the other day. I opened one of my drawers on my toolbox and GM had a intake gasket problem on their 3.1 and 3.4 V6s for probably almost a decade from you know 96 to early 2000s and there was a tremendous amount of those vehicles out there and i cannot tell you how many intake gasket repairs i did because it was a engineered flawed design right out of the gate and they just didn't hold up long term they made it back then and you know i'm dating myself a little bit but they made it out of warranty a lot of times but shortly after warranty, you would get a hellacious coolant leak and have a you know a major repair. They were six to eight hundred dollars, depending on what was going on back then. And as you did that service, they updated, and and that's a big being part of the aftermarket world is continuing to figure out. Okay, the the original one didn't work out. What do we do about it? How do we not have that same failure down the road? And I can honestly say out of all the intakes that I've done for many, many years, a lot of times I would see those cars for another hundred plus thousand miles and never have another problem out of it. It's because we, you know, in the aftermarket, and when I say we, I'm talking about even some of the aftermarket manufacturing, came up with a better way to solve a problem that existed from the get-go. And when I opened the drawer on my toolbox the other day, there's a specialty tool that I bought many years ago in order to do those jobs quicker, faster, and more efficiently. It allowed me to unload the the rocker arms and get the push rods out without having to pull the rocker arms off. And that was actually a better service because in addition, if you didn't have somebody torque the, the bolt that held the rocker arm on correctly, it would pull the threads out of the head. And then you would have more problems and more problems and and it just didn't work out so early on i identified and fixed and repaired a lot of other technicians at other shops and facilities problems where they had over tightened them and pulled the threads out of the head and i found the tool updated continued to evolve my process and we do that as a company to this day you know, if something's not working, we're going to figure out a better way to do that. And I share a lot of those experiences with you guys. But I opened the drawer and I saw that tool in there and I thought, wow, I bet you a and, dollar. And now that I've made this whole spiel that I'll probably have one show up this week. But I bet you a dollar I don't ever do another one of those intake gaskets. And that tool right there, which has served me well, probably never gets used again. And you—that's a pattern throughout the automotive, uh, you know, industry in general—is that as the evolution and the changes that you and I talk about every week, and and you experience as a consumer buying new vehicles, that you have to keep up with the the constant evolution of what's going on. So my to way that tie this into what what I'm talking about today. Is you know there's a lot of long-term automotive repair shops out there, and that's a wonderful, wonderful thing. I am always really excited to see and talk with folks that are you know been in the industry, and maybe they bought it from the original owner, and they're you know picking up the torch if you will, or maybe they're the third generation, and that's a part of who they are as a family. Um, but you look at A1 Custom. I think 1989 is when we started. You know, uh, David's father, you know, initially was kind of the the uh, founder and then David took it over and then Lois and Kenny. And then, you know, they continue to push the torch down the road as well. But you'll see our equipment and our staff and our team are continuously rejuvenated because here's what I can assure you and tell you with 100 percent authority. Is that if you're still, you know, if you know enough right now, if we or I as a company and we as a company stopped taking training and stopped investing in our equipment, we would be out of business in less than five years. And that goes to everybody out there. If you do not continue to adapt and evolve, and when I'm looking for a shop And I have family members that travel. I have family members that live in other parts of the country. We don't service their vehicle. But I have relationships with shops in different parts of the country. Or I am able to have a discussion with the shop that they've chosen to see whether they are up to date, whether they are viable in this industry, and say whether this is an industry or a shop that they should be going to. You know, I don't want somebody that fixes every car with a hammer and a big pry bar. That's just not going to work long-term. And the collateral damage for you and I are going to be devastating with the amount of money that it costs to overcome some of those challenges. So I think we need to step into a break. I've got some more tips and tricks, and I'm going to share that with you. I wanted to kind of set up the show of what we're going to talk about. We'll be right back after this. All right. Welcome back. This is, of course, Dustin Atwood, A1 Custom Car Care. I kind of set up in the last segment what we were going to be talking about if you're venturing out maybe you are somebody that has moved you've got family members that are moving or live different areas maybe you're somebody that what i consider or badge is a shop hopper and what that is is you go here for your oil changes here for your brakes here for your tires here for your diagnostic and general repair that leads to some inconsistencies in service. And, you know, our, our easiest, uh, I don't want to say, yeah, I'm going to say easiest. You know, everybody goes to Google or whatever search engine that they're at. You know, there's, uh, you know, all kinds of different, um, you know, ranking systems that, hey, you know, they took care of me, they didn't take care of me, etc. You have to take some of that with a grain of salt. I'm not going to say that it's not valuable, but I am going to share that a lot of that is a one-sided story. And I've been part of this as well, where somebody brings me something, I choose not to service the vehicle in the manner that they're requesting, and I get a bad review. That does happen. Um, But what is not typically shared or, or is known is why, you know, I'm not only going to install brake pads on one side of your vehicle. They sell brake pads as a pair, so you either get both front set or both rear set. They come as four brake pads or four brake shoes. You know, I'll have people, oh, I only want you to do one side. Well, no, that is not the... Uh, standard of automotive repair that we do. I'm sorry, we're not going to do that. And then all of a sudden I get a bad review. Maybe they want to do, you know, I've had some crazy things over the years. Um, I had a customer one time years ago and they wanted us to drain the oil, start the engine with the oil plug out to make sure all the oil's out of the system and run it for a brief amount of time and then go ahead and pour their oil back in there. I'm going to tell you right now no we're not going to do that and i understand where their thought process might have been but also with their request that shows me that they clearly don't understand how that system operates and works and that's not something that i'm going to allow us to be a part of or liable for and then all of a sudden they're upset and that i won't do at their request even if i know as a service professional that's a detriment to their car then I, I'm just sheerly not going to do that. Part of what has made A1 Custom Car Care such a, I'm going to go ahead and say it, a successful, um, hopefully on the cutting edge side of the automotive repair business in Springfield, Missouri, and in Republic, Missouri, is because we hold and a lot of times set the standard of what the repairs should be. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give you a, an instance. So there's certain repairs that come in that, you know, we have a package that we do to it. So if you had, I'll use the 3.4 or 3.1 uh, Chevy intakes, when those cars came in, we updated the gasket. We updated, uh, you know, a lot of the different problems that came along with it. It got a factory thermostat, thermostat got a coolant flush if the ignition system was in disarray, you have to remove those components as you go back together. It costs the customer absolutely no more labor money in order to reassemble that engine correctly and have a better running car for it, that this is how we do things. So a lot of what we're doing is setting up the best practices standard. When you come into our shop, we already know what that car is gonna need to make it better than it was originally from the factory. Okay? so. When you have those best practices done, we set the standard because we do, we live, eat, and breathe this every single day. And that's what the car is going to need. And as a consumer, there are some very well-informed consumers. But unless you're immersed in what it is that you're, you know, an expert in your field, you're going to, you know, be lacking. And the lacking or, you know, forgive me, the ignorance of that situation is going to cost you dearly. And I don't want to participate in something that's going to cost you more money, even at your own request. And I hope I did a good job explaining that. I want to make sure that we share the information enough that you're on board and you're as educated as we are. You may not be the one turning the nuts and bolts of the deal, and and I get that. That's why people bring us their cars. They don't want to do that. But we want to bring you along in the education process to make sure that as you drive away, You drive away with a good peace of mind. If you turn the keys over to your 16-year-old child and they're driving to whatever it is, whether it's close to home or far away, you have faith that they're going to make it mechanically and not have any issues where you stall and they're at risk on the side of the road. That's a huge deal and a big part of, as a company, our philosophy. My goal is for you not to break down. I don't it's not that I don't love our towing companies and our, our support and they they serve and are very important to us. But let's not have to call them. If I can identify what's going on, let's do that. And when I even step out to different parts of the country, you know, we have a lot of family that live in the St. Louis area, Kansas City, um, even out west a little bit. A lot of times I'll be on the phone or even if you're one of our customers and you have an issue, it may not be me. It may be Macy, maybe Mallory, Mike, David, Ryan, uh, you know, they may be on the phone with that service center. I know Macy had a relationship with some repair facilities out in California while her daughter was out there. And Macy manages our Fort and Sunshine store. Um, And they went through a few shops before they found the right place and it was a interesting uh as a spectator you know i was watching her give advice her deal with another service center Um, i could see when it was going to be a good fit and when it wasn't she had major service done out there and it was very successful Um, but we had a relationship with that facility and you know we helped that customer in this case that family member along with the process so If you have a trusted relationship with a facility already, doesn't have to be us. If you already know that this is a great place and I've been going there for years, but now I'm moving. Maybe I'm going to Iowa. Have them participate in it. If you go to a store and you really don't get that same vibe as you did from the last place, you know, call them up. Say, hey, this is what they're telling me. What do you think? If they're a good place, a lot of times they'll get on the horn. Um, You know, there was a place out in Colorado. I talked with a shop out there. Um, I'm blanking on the name of it right now. Um, But anyway, one of our customers had traveled out there. They had some issues. Uh, I got on the phone with them, talked through what the process was, helped the customer understand it a little bit better, put them at ease. They got the repairs taken care of, and they made it back home. That's a normal deal, and uh, they did a great, great job out there. And a lot of similarities, they were you know, up to date on their equipment. They had a digital vehicle inspection. That's one of the biggest game changers, and what I would consider a jump into the future that A1 Custom Car Care has done, is even if you're not there, you can get a video, uh, you can get a photo, you can get a health check report of what's going on. Even if you drop your car off with us and, you know, end up going out of state, you can still stay in tune with what it is we're doing and what it is we're seeing. You know, it's one thing for me to get on here and talk to you folks about, you know, repair things. But if I can show you what's going on and make you a part of that, then all of a sudden the uh, effectiveness of our communication has jumped tenfold right out of the gate. A photo, a video explains so much more and and makes you a part of that versus me just calling and saying, hey, you need $1,800 worth of work or 800 or 200 You can fill in the blank with whatever it is, $50. So <clears throat> having somebody that's up to date and is a part of that, Aspen Automotive, that's the name of the company out in Colorado. I think they had five locations. Uh... <clears throat> I was talking with the customer, and they had an AC compressor failure, just to kind of give you guys the background on it. And he said, hey, I can send you our digital inspection. I was like, sweet, perfect. He was able to text it right to my phone. I was able to open up. I was very obvious. They did a great job showing me the clutch failure. The clutch had actually come apart and fallen off. And I was able to kind of go through and say, hey, this is what's going on. What do you think here? Can we flush the system? Is there any material? No, blah, blah, blah. They answered all my questions, and it was like I was talking to one of our other shops. And that's such a breath of fresh air, if you will, to see that. And there are great shops out there. You know, if you drive through a big metropolitan area, you will see shops on every corner. And I cannot stress this enough. They are not all created equal some of them are great at what it is they do but maybe they don't fit you very well maybe the service that you need diagnostics is a great for instance okay not every shop out there is great at diagnostics not every shop out there is great at heavy line engine repair transmission repair differential repair steering suspension a lot of shops are are focused in a area and then they try and get out and do some other things the advantage of a1 custom is that we have a vast group of individuals and there's times where i want to make sure that i've got different people doing different things as your service happens so i've got folks that are amazing electrical diagnosticians drivability how your vehicle operates, how it's, you know, if it's running poorly, what are we gonna do about it? And then I've got folks that are great at engines, transmissions, heavy line stuff that can't stand electrical. So depending on what service you need, that's really what you need to see whether they're capable and that's an area that they like and enjoy doing. Um, If you come into our stores, you will see on the wall a photo and all the credentials of where the people are and what they are capable of doing and who's doing your service work that's really important in how we share that with you. We are down at the bottom of the hour we're going to continue our discussion on what really makes up a healthy shop and makes it appealing to you as you're looking for one right after this. All right, welcome back. We're about halfway through our show today. We talked about, you know, the the I guess do's and don'ts and, you know, some of the Important things to look for in a shop, especially if you're doing it online, you know, the online reviews are very important. We love it when people give us good reviews, but we also like it when somebody gives us the opportunity to flip over and turn a bad review. Um, I've been in life long enough, let alone professional industry long enough to know that, unfortunately, you're not ever going to make everybody happy. I gave you some instances where I kind of draw the line in the sand over the years. Um, But you see the majority and watch how the business responds to a lot of those. You know, there's times where, you know, we'll just recognize that, hey, maybe a different service center, you know, would fit you better than than what it is you're asking us to do. But there's also times where we'll point out that hey, look, you know, whatever the circumstances were, here's our side of it. And this is why this happened. You know, we hate it when somebody has a negative Uh, Viewpoint of us, but we sure want to make sure we grow and learn. And if there's anything we can do to improve that relationship, I'll be honest, some of my very best customers and clients and friends and family um, have been situations that maybe didn't go well the first time. And they saw how we handled ourselves when things didn't go right, how we didn't just give up on them. We didn't try and shuck blame and be like, well, we don't know, or blah, 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 make excuses. Look, the bottom line is Things happen. It may be my fault. It may be our fault as a company and as a team. It may be our fault um, as a manufacturer or an installer of of certain parts and whatnot. Things are going to happen, okay? Where you find the character of a person, a team, a company, whatever, etc., is when things are not going good, okay? And some of the folks that trust us the most is because of the way we handled that time when we hit a speed bump and something didn't go right look we need to get this car taken care of one way or another we pull out all the stops we communicate well hopefully i work on that every day personally and we work on that every day as a company and as a team together that we communicate well of what it is we're going to do to overcome the speed bump You know, one of the biggest frustrations, I think, in our industry and industries in general is the lack of communication or effective good communication. You know, for years, you know, I I have wanted and continue to get better at being a good conversationalist. That is something that I want to be able to walk in a room, no matter who it is, no matter what their background, their education level, etc., And being able to have a good, intelligent conversation. And more often than not, I want to make sure that I'm doing effective listening and using that to put that person at ease as much as possible. And educate myself. Because everybody's got a story. Everybody's got experience. Maybe I agree with their point of view on whatever it is. And maybe I disagree with it. It really doesn't matter. That doesn't affect how that conversation or the quality of that conversation is going to be. So... As we continue to evolve with technology, a lot of times, you know, the digital vehicle inspection, email, text messaging, uh, Facebook messaging, and I don't know whether you can message on TikTok or, you know, what Instagram probably, but um, don't forego communication. I don't want to be great in online communication, but I can't hold a conversation with the doorknob. You know, I want to make sure that we continue growing and using those as tools. Those are an, an expanse on communication, not a, uh, you know, a replacement for face-to-face communication, uh, phone or radio communication, television, etc. So those are improvements, not replacements. And when you're looking for a service center, find out how they answer the phone. Find out, do they want to talk to you? Find out, you know, whether they know what, they're selling which is service in the automotive repair facility industry make sure that they want to work for you on your car etc 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 if they don't want to be there do not have them work on your car okay i cannot stress that enough because i will guarantee without fail that experience is not going to go well it's probably going to take longer. It's probably not going to be fixed. or if it is, it's going to have other collateral issues. Find people that want to work for you. If you get somebody that shows up and they you know are mad at the world, they're mad at, you know, they're so bitter, it's not even funny, whatever it is, find somebody else to do your work. I have worked with and for companies that didn't enjoy what it is they do. You know, if you're a tech company out there, you better have a bunch of people that love ones and zeros. And I'm sure there's way more to that now than ones and zeros. I get coding. There's No, I don't get coding. I understand that coding is very important and it changes just as quickly as the automotive industry. And you better have somebody that knows what they're doing in order to do coding. But you better have somebody that loves that stuff, okay? If you are going in for a medical something or other, Find somebody that that's their chosen profession. A1 Custom Car Care, I can tell you without fail that we love what we do as a company. That is part of who we are. We don't show up just for a paycheck or benefits. Uh, we need to feed our families. We need to pay our house payments, our cars, etc. So that is a byproduct of being part of something that we love to do. That really sets the bar different or separate from Somebody that shows up and punches the clock. You know, I get it that there are a lot of hourly related stuff out there. Even if you're an hourly related employee, love what you do and be there for the right reasons. And I assure you, over time, people will take notice and you will advance to whatever or wherever it is that you want to be doing. Okay. You know, maybe you want to be, you know, at the entry level position forever. That's cool. If that makes you happy, great. If you don't want to move into a management or a, a you know a leadership hopefully role, don't let them push you into that role and make you miserable and ruin that experience. I've seen that. I've made that mistake. Um, you know, you have a great team team member, great uh, employee that is doing really good in whatever role you have them in. You continue to promote them and not support them enough that you promote them to where they don't love what they do anymore. And I'm just keeping this real. This is part of being in the operations role that I am now and some of the lessons I've had to learn over the years and some of the headwinds I've run into. There's times where I've stepped into a new position or a role and I've been way outclassed. I've had to continue to focus and not just give up and learn how to do that role on the fly in order not to be uh, basically drowned and flushed out of that role. Uh, a lot of folks, a lot of companies, you know, you're hopefully growing, you're hopefully in demand for good quality people, but you don't build them in a timely manner and you promote them right out of your company. That's a real deal. I, I'm getting way off topic here, but I think it's important is I see this happen all the dog on time. You know, some of the vendors or different companies we work with, you know, I've got a go-to guy or, or lady there and, you know, all of a sudden they're gone after like 10 or 15 years. Well, they got promoted and that's great. I love to see people get promoted, but, you know, within six months, they're not part of that team anymore. And I'm like, oh, you lost somebody that was awesome and awesome people are in demand case nobody notices out there regardless of how good or crappy an economy gets people that are great at what they do are always sought after they're always being headhunted if you will so you want to be part of a company where people choose to be there when i'm looking to do business with somebody as they answer the phone as i interact with them if you'll pay even a little bit of attention you can feel whether they want to talk to you whether they want to help you whether they're competent in what it is you're asking them to do if any of those boxes are not checked you must look somewhere else Um, and and this is not just the automotive industry but i'm tying it to the automotive industry sometimes in extreme cases you're forced into a service center because your vehicle fails somewhere um, you have a problem out on the road and you must go to the nearest service center or the recommendation of the towing company. Now, this is very, very important. Um, your towing companies are going to have a direct and intimate relationships with the service centers that they deal with. Okay. They are going to know how many cars that they tow back to certain facilities that they won't use their services. Okay. Okay. They're going to know where the entry-level technicians or mechanics get their start in the industry, and they are typically pretty candid with you. Um, There are towing companies that like to have their own repair facilities. Um, I'm sure maybe that works. I'm not super familiar with that, but I like an unbiased opinion, and I have some great relationship with towing companies out there, and they, a lot of times, will say, hey, You know this is a place that i take my car to or this is a place that i see is really good at what they do and the customers and cars that i tow there you know have a good experience and i've had tons of cars brought to me that i had no previous relationship with that customer because the towing uh the towing person or company said hey this is where i have my faith or my trust and i can't tell you how many tow truck drivers car personal cars that i've worked on over the years um, and i take that as a great compliment because they know everybody they know all of our peers and so if a towing company has the faith to bring me their car or recommend me or me as a company or as a uh, member of a1 custom car care um, I take that super seriously because they're probably the closest, most informed person in that particular little area of who's doing well and who's kind of practicing, if you will. Um, you know, I, I, I know there are a lot of industries out there that practice what they do. Um, I am proud to be part of a company that we don't practice. Uh, I'm not going to say we don't make mistakes. So hear that out. Everybody, a lot of times. You know, when something doesn't go right, right out of the gate, you know, they hit me with that. I want to stress this. Look, not everything goes right, but you find out the company or the person or the character of those when something doesn't go right and the rubber meets the road. Very important. So if something doesn't go right, give them the opportunity to take care of it, and then you can be upset. So we got one more segment after this. We'll be right back after the break. All right. Welcome back. This is Dustin Atwood. A one custom car care got a little bit of time left in the show today. Um, how to find a good shop? So, um, if you already had the relationship with a shop that you were at and you're going somewhere else, see if they know anybody or have a recommendation. A lot of times they will or do. If they don't, you can obviously go to Google. If you're stranded somewhere, you know you can see automotive repair shop near me. See what comes up. Kind of give a moment perusing some of their ratings. Take that with a grain of salt. Um, If you have a specialty vehicle, I haven't talked about this yet, so if I've got an Asian vehicle, European vehicle, domestic vehicle, if I've got a heavy-duty application, big truck, big SUV, if I've got a trailer or an RV, um, uh, you know, just a late model, new, new vehicle, um, if I've got some crazy wheel and tire package on there, etc., if you have special circumstances, Um, You also want to see whether that's service that they do, you know, we are a very well-rounded mechanical repair company, I don't do glass work, I don't do body work, but as far as mechanical repair company as A1 Custom, um, we have a broad range of skill set and a lot of specialists inside of our company that take care of all those things I just listed. Not every facility does. So if you have a specialty vehicle, European, heavy duty, et cetera, that we just covered, see whether they got somebody that does that stuff. See whether they got somebody that likes it. If they hesitate when they go to answer, you need to start probing questions to say, okay, what do you mean by, "Mm, yeah, we work on some BMWs. Eh, We work on some Mercedes-Benz. We work on some one-ton trucks. You don't want them practicing on your car. Okay. Um, uh, there's times where we will shift our schedule when you call in and you have one of those that we covered. Uh, we can't look at it until such and such day at such and such time, because I want to make sure that the person that has the experience in our facilities is the one working on those specialty cars. Okay. Very important. There's a lot of times I get drafted for uh, heavier, bigger duty trucks. You know, it may be a two ton truck, uh, maybe et cetera, this or that. We are not a diesel repair facility, uh, but I do pick and choose for our customers whether we will do certain services on them because they choose and want us to do that. Yes, this is something we are going to do. No, we recommend so-and-so to do it, et cetera. So if you have diesel-related issues, you want to make sure that they've got somebody competent that's experienced in a diesel. If you're still rocking an old 7.3 power stroke, turboed, non-turboed, um, you want to make sure somebody understands the high-pressure oil system that's on there, the, how the injection system fires with that high-pressure system. You don't want somebody guessing and throwing parts at your vehicle. Um, do, you, do you have a hybrid? Do you have somebody that works and understands this hybrid system? You want to make sure that they are capable of doing the service work that you do. Maybe you have gone to many different facilities and you go here for this, there for that, over yonder for this. Um, You can consolidate that and raise the efficiency if you find a facility that can take care of what your needs are under one roof. Um, A lot of times I tout or I talk about that, you know, the person doing our maintenance work, which would be your oil changes, flushes, tires... ...is not an entry-level person at A1 Custom Car Care. None of them are. Now, we have some apprentices within our company that are, but they are paired with somebody that is an experienced veteran of our company. And we specifically do that because the the maintenance position, a lot of times at other quick lubes or, or other facilities you you break somebody in doing that service. Well, that's some of the most critical service done to your vehicle on a regular basis and a misstep of that will cost you and that facility greatly. And we are going to do things differently. So I don't have entry level positions doing what you would consider your basic services or needs are. So you need to find that out how, you know, what the difference is. The person doing your oil change at any of our facilities is, I can think, you know, a 10, 20, 30, 40-year veteran of the automotive industry, and my new folks coming in are paired with them. So that's really important. I don't know why folks – I do know why. Some folks take that basic service to a big box store and have that service done because it's sometimes – and we're very competitive, but sometimes they vow or view it as cheaper, okay? Well, as critical as that is, if you don't trust them to do your engine mechanical, your brakes, your ball joints, um, your drivability and electrical diagnosis, which is why you bring the tough stuff to us, why in the world would you choose them to do your oil change, to change your air filter, your tires, Because if they're not capable of doing the full line service repair and understanding those systems, why are they, you know, how is it that they are making the best decision and best practices on your basic routine maintenance? That's very powerful. I have had a lot of times where folks have chosen to take some of those more, I want to say, basic services to a big box parts store that is perceived to be cheaper. And A, a lot of times they're not. And B, a lot of times they end up coming back because something in that service wasn't done correctly. For instance, do you know how many rounded off oil plugs that I've extracted over the years? Many. Do you know how many my team members across the board have extracted over the years? Many. Do you know how many wrong oil I have found in a vehicle that they have been doing it for tens of thousands of miles and caused a collateral damage? Yeah, I've had a few of those over the years. Have I had many that put the cheapest garbage filter on there and cause damage? Yep, have had that. Have I had air boxes that were not reinstalled correctly, air filters that were not reinstalled, cabin air filters? I can continue to go on for days. So what happens when they when something goes wrong and they're only that basic, you know, what I would consider quick service? Well, when something goes wrong, they have to send them to somebody like us to fix them because they're not capable of doing it. When something goes wrong with us, we'll fix it in-house, right? Then take care of it. No muss, no fuss. Big difference. The other part of that is we have a lot less of that garbage happen because we have skilled and qualified people that are way beyond the entry-level side of the business taking care of that for you. When you go into our Sunset location, Jim has been with this company well over 20 years. I need to actually ask. I bet it's getting close to 30 years. Okay, He has chosen to specialize or make sure that he is on the cutting edge of the maintenance services, tires, etc. that you need. He is not an entry level person that does not know what he needs to be doing of how to care for your car and let you know that if there's anything else that needs attention, he's a skilled, trained eye and set of hands that takes care of business. David Dooby at our uh, Fort Street store, same way. Out at our Republic location, we've got two or three young men in there that uh, are doing a fantastic job. And all three of those have been with us for multiple years. And we're bringing on a new young man that is already out there and working to make sure he's up to speed and has that oversight. We don't just kick him in the deep end and see whether they sink or swim on your cars. No, no, no. You don't want to find that somewhere else. You don't want to be that person that, oh, well, we didn't know any better and blah, blah, blah. You know, you want to make sure that you're on board and as we share that information with you, that you're made a part of those automotive repairs. Uh, as the technology changes, I think that's going to continue to be a better and more um, easy lane of, of communication that uh, the industry is going to make uh, you a part of the service. You know, forever the automotive industry has had this veil over it. That's why we took on this show, was to hopefully open some of that up and bring you all a part of what it is that we do and how it should be done. So we are here from 8 to 5, Monday through Saturday. We do that, so if you work Monday through Friday, we're here to get you taken care of. If you have any questions, concerns, even if you're not in the Springfield Republic area, please reach out to one of our team members. We'll do our very best to help you wherever you're at. Um, If you are in the area, we'll make you a part of the service. Look for that when you're looking for a shop. If you've already found that and it's not one of our facilities, then you're at the right place, even though we're not the one taking care of you. Have a great and safe weekend. If there's anything we can do, um, we are definitely here. (laughs) We're going to take care of business uh, and make you a part of it. That's what we're doing 8 to 5, Monday through Saturday. That's also what we're doing here Uh, from 10 to 11 on our show have a wonderful weekend we'll see you next week